Hey everyone, welcome back to the Broker to Broker Real Estate Podcast. I'm Nathan Daniel, your host. And today uh, I'm actually going to be talking to a broker friend of mine um, and we're going to be talking about being there for your agents. And what does that mean as a broker in today's world? So are you ready? Here we go. Hi, and welcome to the Broker to Broker Real Estate Podcast, where we are on a mission to interview successful real estate brokers and industry leaders so we can learn what's working and peel back our industry so we can all learn together. I'm your host, Nathan Daniel, and welcome to the show. All right. Well, welcome, uh, everybody. Today on our show, we have Benjamin Floyd from 525 Realty right in, here in my backyard, which is in uh, Oklahoma. So, and, and Ben, you're in Edmond, right? We are. We are, right? Central Edmond. Right in Central Edmond. Well, thank you for uh, first and foremost for coming on the show. I'm excited to have you here today and, and talking about this topic of showing up and being there for your agents. Um, really quick, tell tell everybody who you are, how long you've been in real estate, um, your path to becoming a broker, and and then we'll get right into it. So we are. Well, I've been uh, I've been doing this about twenty, almost twenty one years now. Um, we started with uh, with. Uh, Kind of large national chain company in 2015, uh, we branched out and opened uh, open 525 Realty Group, uh, which uh, kind of started just me and uh, and my business partner at the time. Uh, now we are uh, about 30 or so strong, um, and uh, you know. Always trying to, to pull a little more of the market share than uh, than we currently have, no matter where we're at. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I remember y'all branching out and actually opening five two five and starting that journey and going through that that process and everything. So one, congratulations for hopping out and doing that, and and really just starting your journey. So that's that's the first step, isn't it? Always, always that first step. Uh, if you don't take the first step to any journey, you're not going anywhere, right? Yeah, you're at so. That's exactly right. And sometimes it can be the hardest. And once you get over it, it's, you know, it's continual steps from there. But typically I've seen the first step is always the hardest. So uh, congrats on doing that. And uh, let's let's get right into it. So uh, you mentioned you've been in real estate for a while. And specifically today, like one thing that um, as we were talking before, it, showing up for your agents, like y'all do that at a really high level. Can we start talking about that? Um, yeah. And so depending on how many we've got, like at some point I'm going to probably have to get somebody that will help uh, in the role that, that we're doing, but that's okay. Um, kind of the mindset that we took with this and what we had noticed from some of the other uh, brokers that were out there, not to talk anything bad about them because everybody's got their place. Everybody's got uh, a reason that they do things the way they do them, that sort of thing. Um, what we noticed is anytime that we really, really needed help, it was two, three days to get a call back or, or uh, we were kind of put at the bottom burner or whatever the case was. So when we left where we were at and, and opened 525, I wanted to be there as much as possible for any of my agents that needed help. Um, because no matter what's going on with them at that point, if I'm getting a call, even at 11 o'clock at night, it's the most important thing going on in their life right now, or they wouldn't be on the phone with me. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. asleep or it's something that's important. Something that needs to be taken care of. Somebody needs to be calmed down. Somebody needs to be walked through something. So if we can be there for 
for the agents in that capacity, we want to be there. But that even goes down to um, part of now. I know not everybody's going to agree with this, and and to each um, maybe area uh, their own, to each region their own. Everybody's got different laws and the way they handle uh, things like repairs, inspections, and that sort of thing. But uh, not too long ago, about a week ago, uh, had. Uh, an agent who had accidentally double booked herself um, and called and needed help getting to one of her inspections. So between myself, um, my son is also licensed and, uh, and we've got a, another licensee that's part of my direct team. Uh, we shuffled around what we had going that day and were able to go be there for that, that inspection. Now I do require all my agents be there for every inspection every time, if not have somebody there in their place. So again, that's going to differ per region, per state, per area, but that's something that we make it a practice of. And, and if my agents can't make it, it's something that we will do. Uh, had an agent, oh, this has been about three weeks ago, uh, was his first new construction deal and not a very easy one. Uh, the, the agent on the other side was also the broker. So we had nowhere to go with the, with, with the kind of lack of communication that we had felt on that side. That broker had been dealing with uh, with that builder for a very long time. They had a very good working relationship together, but anytime there was an issue and we had a question, it really ended up uh, just send us a release and we'll sell it to somebody else. Well, that's not what we want to do, right? We want to make everybody happy. We want to we want to push forward, but we need answers on this stuff. And so, so I was stood by his side through. Uh, from the inspection period on through final walkthrough to make sure that everybody was happy with that and, and we're able to move forward. Not that I'm the end all be all, but, but experience trumps, you know, somebody that just hasn't been there and doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Uh, doesn't know what to say. Uh, you know, classroom can't train uh, real life experience. So. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and so many times, I mean, our agents lean on their broker to be that experience, right. To be that backing. Cause you know, when they when they join us, they're also getting our experience as well. I always go back to those law firms and and companies that are like, oh yeah, jo like such and such with like fifteen last names, and they're like, we have three hundred years experience. Like really, like you're all like thirty four. Like how how does that work? You know, right. <laughs> something like that. But they're leaning on the experience of the broker and and our knowledge in the industry. So right. So you're stepping up and actually helping and inserting yourself to make sure that one, your agent is successful in that transaction and they're learning along the way. Yeah, absolutely. That's really cool. So as far as like this, this year, right, we're going into 2020 and this is the reason this whole podcast has been, been created is, is our industry is, is changing in some areas and it's not in others. Um, some places it's, it's doing really, really well. And some places it's really, really not. So I just want to know, like, what do you find that 2020 is bringing for you and 525 Realty? Uh, you know, honestly, I, I try to look at everything with, uh, with a positive attitude as much as possible. It's been a strange year. It's definitely been a strange year. But I think what it's realized to me, um, so for instance, we, we try to teach class about every weekend. Uh, every Saturday, uh, and now with this COVID thing, it's been it's been hit or miss, and it's been trying to, to get a hold of it. But the classes that we had that we'd have five or six agents show up to, uh, when we do them via uh, you know electronically, we may not have quite the interaction, 
but we see more people log in. We may have 10 to 15 log in versus five or six showing up. So, you know, things like that have been, uh, have been good. Um, virtual showings have kind of taken off. Um, uh, it's been different and I don't know if it's a good different with, uh, with closings and that sort of thing. We've seen more of those, uh, where the agent is required to stay outside. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're also supposed to be there in the best interest and to protect our clients. And how can we do that from the car outside? Um, we had a deal uh, in Stillwater, Oklahoma, which is uh, it's a college town here uh, north of, uh, of where I'm at, about 45 minutes. Um, and we've got I've got agents in, in Stillwater, Tulsa, uh, uh, Shawnee and and greater Oklahoma city area currently. So this is up about 45 minutes North of us. Uh, we weren't allowed in uh, standard of practice up there for them as a whole is not to do like mortgage inspection surveys, which is okay, I guess, as long as everybody knows, but we weren't told that that one wasn't being done, even though it was contractually supposed to be done. So it wasn't until I got all the paperwork back to the office and started going through everything that we realized that that hadn't been done. We call the, uh, the, uh, the title company and they say, you know, sorry, that's not something that we normally do. We do it to keep our cost down. I said, well, it's contractual, so it needs to be done. They went ahead and, and honored as if they had done one. So anything that pops up would be covered for them, but stuff like that, that I would have caught there at the table wasn't able to catch until, you know, we were back at the office. So um, that's been a little difficult kind of trial and tribulation to, uh, to get over uh, with that. But uh, again, I, you know, overall, I think we're going to continue on through just like we've always done. I think the, the internet, uh, will prove to be the the largest shopping area, uh, for real estate, uh, into the future, Mm -hmm. which it already has been, uh, those of us that are in these, uh, smaller cities, if you will, uh, not the Chicago's New York's where it takes you 45 minutes to an hour to get from house to house. Um, where, you know, we can go see 15 houses in a day, just loading up in the car. Um, now we kind of, we want to preview all those to make sure we don't have any junk and, and that sort of thing up front. They've been doing that for years in the larger cities. So, um, that's been, I think a good, uh, a good change for our environment, uh, in this area. Yeah, absolutely. And so like going back to recap what I, what I heard from you there, one, uh, with your education that you were doing live, uh, you know, there's four, five, six, ten people at one of those where all of a sudden you've gone virtual and now you actually have more engagement. Maybe it's not back and forth as much interaction wise, but at least they're showing up on online to get educated and you're getting some FaceTime with them. Right. And I, that's, I think, uh, a much better scenario than, uh, than not having them there at all. You know, even if, yeah. if they've got the screen blacked out, uh, you know, you hope that they're not just there to show that they've got their name up and they're actually listening to what's going on. But, uh, you know, at least there's uh, there's some interaction on that side of it. For sure. Yeah. And, and they had to take the time, even if they did do that. And they're like, oh, I'm doing chores around the house, you know, and yeah. as I walk by doing whatever, like I'll hear something. They even had to take the time to actually log on. Right. And so they took right. it to like okay, yeah, I'm, I'm checking into this class in some capacity. So that's cool. And then I heard also really, if I could phrase it up in one word, being very adaptable today. 
Like whether it's the still water situation, whether it's showing up for an agent, whether it's technology and, and implementing that for your agents to be visible and continue your training that you're doing. I think adaptable is what I heard. And, and, and that's the key to anything. Uh, change is, is tough. Uh, uh, growth hurts. Um, change is inevitable though. Uh, it's got to happen. Uh, either we stay stagnant and we die or we continue to grow and move and figure out how to make the new environment work. Yeah. Yeah. And I know uh, we've talked about kind of the growth of your company and where, where you desire to go with that and everything. So what do you think the next step is for you as far as uh, starting that process, whether it's having conversations with agents, is it up, upping the training? Where do you feel like that is in today's world uh, with agents? Where, what's your plan there? Um, you know, and, and that has changed pretty tremendously uh, over the years, uh, especially within the last six, eight months. Uh, I, you know, we are still meeting people on a regular basis uh, in office, um, you know, come in, sit down, uh, maybe not quite handshake, but socially distant with the mask, you know, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Unless somebody want, like if somebody says, Hey, we please put a mask on. We will. Um, I know you, you just told me and hopefully you're okay with me sharing this, but you just fought through uh, COVID with the family. Yeah. Um, I'm one of those that shame on me, I guess, or, or whatever. But um, at some point I think everybody's going to end up getting this. It's just a matter of time. And, uh, we're, you know, wash hands and that sort of thing, but uh, but I'm not 100% sure that, that the mask is going to stop me not sick from not getting somebody else sick, you know? So yeah. um, if I get it, I will stay home. We did have a case of it in our office um, and we quarantined the office for two weeks. You, you know, know so yeah, I, uh, the, way I, the way I describe it to people um, with this, after talking to doctors and going through the whole thing, I, I describe it as your whole body's covered in pollen, right? Like, you know, we have bad allergies here and stuff in Oklahoma and it's seasonal, but like that pollen, when it brushes off, like it lands on everything. It gets just everything covered right. in pollen. Well, the difference is it's like when you brush off the pollen, it's, it's, it fluffs off and it goes away. However, COVID doesn't do that, right? COVID is like it sticks and continues to brush off anywhere you go. And so, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think there's going to be a, uh, a continued pattern of this over time. So, you know, it's just a matter of being safe and playing cautious, right? We're, we're going to have to learn to live with this um, and keeping everybody indoors nonstop forever isn't realistic. Uh, no. It's not. And, and people are going to get tired of it. People are going to be out and about and do their thing. Um, we went, we got back from Mexico about, uh, about two or three weeks ago. Um, and the precautions that they're taking there, um, are actually kind of laughable in a, in a lot of ways, but, uh, more so than we're even taking here. So, yeah. you know, if somebody says, Hey, put a mask on, I'll put a mask on. It is what it is. I, I you know, I prefer not to. So, uh, you know, yeah. In Oklahoma heat, it's, you know, yeah brutal and it's been super humid lately well um so as far as like your dedication to success helping agents grow being adaptable for them and continuing to help them and just really being a partner in their business um as far as like the trends are you seeing any trends right now that helping agents really stay in production or gear up any, anything like that 
we haven't really changed a whole lot of what we do um, as far as the old tried and true um, continue uh, making phone calls, continue touching base, um, use, uh, use FaceTime instead of your phone uh, mm -hmm. to have more of a face-to-face -face type conversation with people. Don't text, um, you know, that sort of thing. Um, continued again, meeting, uh, trying to, uh, to mentor, uh, if you will, actually speaking of mentor, um, I'm going to turn you around here real quick and introduce you to a uh, young gentleman by the name of Umberto. Uh, he uh, just graduated from high school uh, with us, uh, or uh, from high school here in Oklahoma City. Uh, he has taken his classes for real estate and will be scheduled to take his test here shortly. But uh, he's been shadowing me uh, off and on for you know about a week or so. So I'm going to turn you around and say hi to uh, to Umberto. Hey, Roberto, how are you doing? Great. How are you doing? Hey, doing good. Well, uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to put you on the spot. Can I do that, Ben? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So you're just graduating high school and uh, congrats on joining 525, by the way. So how are you feeling about this? Like with everything that's going on, like where's your energy at and what's your first step to, to taking action and, and launching your business? Uh, well, I'm excited about joining real estate and um, I've just been shadowing Ben and uh, as he has said, uh, not many real estate agents really give their all. Like they take uh, two days to call and I just want to do the opposite. I want to be there whenever the clients need me. Awesome. Awesome. Very cool. Well, uh, again, welcome. Welcome to 525. Congratulations on, on getting started and passing your test and everything. So go crush it. All right. Okay. Thank you. So I also, just to let you know a little bit more about him, he, uh, we're, we're having a conversation in the car the other day. And I said, uh, I said, so what do you do in your spare time? Do you play video games? Do you watch TV? Uh, typical things that an 18 year old is going to do. And he said, I, I try to, to sit down and read an hour a day. And I said, okay. I said, I said, what do you read? And he said, stuff like Grant Cardone or, uh, or uh, Robert Kiyosaki. And I'm going 18 years old, like mind blown. Right. So, um, you know, it's super, super important to keep a good attitude, no matter what's going on. That's cool. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do, Ben. I'm actually going to send him one of my books. All right. I'm going to send it to you. And if you'll, uh, if you'll make sure he gets this, I'm going to send him books. Okay. Sure will. So that's cool. Well, well, I'm excited. So, uh, and that's cool too, that you're taking him out and you're, you know, letting him shadow you and stuff. Cause I mean, there's, there's a lot of that that needs to happen today, you know, to, to make a better agent, we really do. And, and something that, that I kind of, I go over with a lot of in class and, and that sort of thing is, is as a whole, um, I think our industry has become order takers uh, versus salespeople. And nobody wants to be a pushy salesman. Nobody wants to, but you can be very successful and not the pushy salesman. Um, but being the order taker uh, keeps you in a place where you're not going to be successful forever. You're going to hit or miss on stuff that you could have, gotten done and moved on to the next one uh, on a regular basis. So that's, uh, that's kind of something that we, we teach on, on a regular basis. So. Yeah. Well, well, that's cool. So as far as um, if you were going to give a piece of advice, right, whether it's to a broker who's struggling right now, um, you know, cause it's, it's about all of us learning together and helping each other grow as an industry, whether professionalism, whatever it is, 
like what piece of advice, whether it's to a struggling broker or even a brand new broker just getting started, what a piece of advice would you give to them? Pick up your phone. Pick up your phone. Okay. Well, I'm sure you've heard me say that before, but um, the the number one complaint, you can go on to, to lab code agents, uh, any of your local real estate sites, so on and so forth. The number one complaint is I can't get a call back from a realtor. Mm-hmm. How, how much better of an industry could we be and how much more would you get done if we just called people back in a timely fashion? If we picked up the phone when they called, uh, look, I know you can't do it all the time, but uh, I'd say 90, 99% of the time I'm calling you back within 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, continue to learn, continue to grow no matter where you're at. Um, push past whatever's keeping you down. And I know that sounds super easy to say and super raw, raw with not a lot of backing, but everybody's in a different spot. So if that means uh, I need to recruit more people, you know, all of our sales, all of the people that are here are doing really, really well, I need to recruit more people. So what does that mean? Do I need to get in front of more people? Do I need to set the times and the appointments to make that happen? Um, Do I need to offer incentives to my, my associates to have them help recruit? Uh, what needs to happen to make that happen? Mm-hmm. Um, is my building too small? Is my building too big? Whatever that is, move in the direction to, to make it happen. Um, I mean, we're stepping out on a limb uh, within the next, uh, uh, hopefully within the next month, we should break ground. But we're looking at building a, a 5,000 square foot complex uh, to house realtors uh, along with uh, a training facility, about a 1,200 square foot training facility. Uh, for realtors, um, you know, so always be pushing and looking for that next break, that next um, whatever it is. If you've got, if you've got the direction, you've got the willingness and the wanting to go there. The best thing you can do is point yourself in that direction and start moving. Yeah. Even if you don't quite hit it, you're going to be further towards your goal than you were last week. Yeah. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's, that's great advice. I appreciate that, Ben. Well, um, thank you so much for, for hopping on the show today. Is there anything else? Is there anything other piece of advice like last chance to say, you know, to an industry? Continue making yourself better. Uh, no matter what you're doing. Um, we were talking about books just a minute ago. Let me get this one out. So he's not my end all be all. There's a ton of guys out there. Um, and honestly, I think this guy's probably a little over the top half the time. But, um, I mean, that's what I've got in my briefcase right now, right? Yeah. So that's the one I'm on. Uh, we finish whatever it is. I've got a book that uh, that I hand to most of my realtors, especially if they're interested in doing any kind of international sales, how to deal with, with people from different different countries. Um, oh, yeah. Whatever you want to specialize in, I mean, it, there's a book out there for it. Pick it up, read it. If, if you're doing it to better yourself, it's just going to better you. Where's another one? Yeah. And while, while he's grabbing the other one, if uh, if you're listening to the audio, he actually held up uh, Grant Cardone's uh, The Closer. So that's good stuff. Oh, I mean, yeah. Another one, Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Yeah, that's a great so Just across the board, you know, no matter where you're at, always try to better yourself, learn uh, everything you can about doing it. Um, I wouldn't got my, my license to do inspections just so I knew what the inspector was looking for on that side. And I've kept it up, but I don't do inspections, just have it. So we know what's going on when we go out. Educating yourself and as an industry evolves. There you go. Awesome. 
Well, uh, everybody, uh, well, Ben, thank you so much for being on here. Uh, again, we've been talking to Benjamin Floyd with 525 Realty in Edmond, Oklahoma. So again, thank you so much, Ben, for being on the show. Thank you, Nathan. We appreciate it. Well, thanks for listening to the Broker to Broker Real Estate Podcast. To check out past episodes, tools, and resources, visit brokertobrokerpodcast.com. And always remember, be you and be real.